Hey, everybody, how you doing? Uh, hey, listen up, I got a big announcement. Me and my friend Lexi Schlimmer of Hesfan Schlimmer Metalworks have recently teamed up for uh, this year on November 24th, Riffs for Gifts. Uh, this will be a Toys for Tots charity rock show over at Pops in Sauge, Illinois, and will feature Outrun the Fall, The Poor, Steeples, Monk and the People, The Matching Shoe, and Silent Hollow. Uh, this will be a $10 donation at the door or a $5 donation with a toy donation also. So uh, we're going to try to raise a bunch of money and a bunch of toys for the kids, for the neighborhood, do a little good for the neighborhood. And uh, I've heard a little rumor maybe that Santa Claus might be there. So that's really exciting. Uh, can't wait to see you all out there again. November 24th. Risks for Gifts over at Pops. Uh, more details will be coming soon. But do not miss this show. Biggest biggest thing I've been a part of yet. And I'm so excited to see everybody. And uh, we're, it's going to be a great night for a great cause. See you all very soon. Thanks, everybody. Hi, this is Lexi Sid. of Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks and Art. Home of the Schlemmer Metal Wolves. We are a small but furious family-run welding, fabrication, and metalworks shop with CNC capabilities and now full-scale powder coating operation. We bring unique, affordable quality art to life within the realm of practicality. Whether it's signs, sculptures, railings, shelves, furniture, or even just powder coat for your rims or your patio set, give us a look, check us out on Facebook or Instagram, or call 618-670-5724. We are Hess Van Schlemmer Metalworks. That was terrible. Allie tried. Hey, everybody. Shane Presley here. Let me tell you about my friends over at Naked Vine, located at 1624 Clarkson Road in Chesterfield, Missouri, serving up all kinds of delicious wine, whiskey, and local craft beers. Hey, swing by and visit them Tuesday through Saturday. Uh, they do live music a lot on the weekends. Uh, this coming up Thursday, October 18th, Phil and Carson from the Scandaleros. Friday, October 19th, Pat Liston. And Saturday, October 20th, the Bedlam Brothers. And uh, I will be uh, back out at Naked Vine on November 13th for my next uh, Rock Paper Podcast singer-songwriter storytelling showcase with Maddie Shell, Nick Gussman, and Sean Kimball. So don't miss that show. You can find all this at nakedvine.net. Be sure to follow along with them also on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks, everybody. Enjoy the show. Um, a podcast is kind of like a... It's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> that's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Hi, I'm Joe. I'm Kyle. And we're Luxora, and you're listening to Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri. Hanging out today with uh, some of the guys of Luxora. Hey, how's it going? How's it going? My name's Kyle. Hi, Kyle. I'm Joe. Hi, Joe. 
Welcome to the show, guys. We're happy to be here. It's been a long time coming. Yes, yeah. thank you. Yeah, man. I'm uh, I'm pumped because like um, you guys, yeah, I've been I've been taking notice of what's going on, but this is our first time really getting to actually hang and uh, get to know a little bit more about uh, each other and Luxor and everything else going on right now. So, uh, but let's uh, let's talk about you guys as we're recording this. You guys uh, fresh off of. Uh, the Fighting for Autism show uh, from last night. It's the Spectrum of Sound yeah. Festival. Yeah. Yes, that was uh, it was awesome. There was uh, eleven bands there. You know, you had everybody from we had yeah obviously had us. You had Joe Bazzelli. You had Common Time Blues. Uh, I'll run the fall. Echoes from Ashes. Gorilla Theory. Common, Common Jones. Jones. Callaway Circus. Well, there's one more. Well, I think Pogo Funk was gonna. I don't. Yeah. I, I, yeah. It was half a Pogo. It was half a Pogo. Half a Pogo. Okay, Funk. Yeah. I and they still did great. They, they still, still did, did great. great. Yep. I told them afterwards. I was like, no, you guys still filled it out without having everyone there. So don't be. It was good. It was good. Very long day. And I'd like to thank Brian Higginbotham, the guy who runs the uh, Fighting for Autism campaign. I want to thank Ten Cents. They did such a great yeah, job. Jeff and Jen. They treated us like family from the minute we hopped on the show, and yeah, that's it's. It's really awesome to just see the whole local scene come together for something like that and not really just do something like that without expecting anything in return. Mm-hmm. People you saw people's true colors at the yeah. event and it was it was it was it was wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, man. That uh I had a really great time talking with all of them uh a little while back promoting it and stuff and uh, yeah, good people and uh, all all real good friends of mine. So, uh I unfortunately was uh unable to make it um but i do know there's been talks of uh making this more of a common uh thing hopefully maybe a couple times a year even i think so. i think that's a definite possibility and so. they're definitely working on trying to do this again and i hope they want us to be a part of it again yeah. they were a blast to work with yeah you guys uh get a couple of uh wax on that car I spent way too long beating the crap out of that thing. Like I, I, I don't know. I easily swung that hammer at that thing fifty times. No, Kyle easy. was more sore from hitting the car than he was from rocking out on stage. So I like got. I like went to get out of bed this morning and like raised my arm and it was just like no, no, it hurts. Like, it was hammer was heavy, man. It was yeah. a heavy hammer. Yeah, I, I couldn't look the entire time. I just kind of had to walk away from the situation because I'm like, if he falls and hurts himself, I, I, I just can't be a part of this. I was hoping I could jump on the roof enough to like collapse it in and like it just didn't work like it, i didn't i didn't get through the metal it's metal right. <laughs> like, it doesn't break like paper <laughs> rock uh, paper hey, uh, oh my gosh how long were you setting that one up for yeah, it took about the whole conversation to get to it and it, it wasn't good <laughs> but uh i did enjoy the uh, live video you guys posted where uh you you tagged the car and everything and uh so that was uh Kyle's uh, yeah. spray paint pills skills were very. Uh, I don't know impressive. what you're talking about. Never done that before in my life. First time. First time. <laughs> yeah. I just saw the inspiration from all the He's other Luxora taggings. <laughs> um, we want to bring something up real fast. Yeah. You won our meme contest. Oh yeah. You you got to our heart with the fart jokes. I believe, yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, yeah. You knew right away the way to uh, win us over. So. So here here's your tickets. Your two tickets Hello. to the next October 27th for the city Halloween bash. Two at, tickets at to Tops. paradise. Two tickets to paradise. Get some Eddie Money references yeah. up in here. <laughs> oh. That uh, yeah, that was fun, man. I um. Uh, you guys, uh, yeah, you guys. I love I love when bands like you know actually use social media for fun like that to participate with the the audience. And uh, you guys posted a picture and like you know hey let's make a meme of this and uh, and uh, I was like, yep, this is uh, what this was gotta go happen. So 
Uh, I was glad that uh, you guys have a very similar sense of humor. So <laughs> exactly, uh, it's not hard when you think everything's funny. Right. You know, <laughs> I, I, I can't take anything seriously most of the time. Yeah, <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, that uh, that was fun. And uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, October twenty seventh, you guys are uh, back on the stage at Pops for the uh, for the city. Halloween bash this year, um, which I'm excited for those guys. Those, they're always uh, a party, and uh, oh yeah, so uh, they'll be headlining, and then they're bringing along uh, Luxora. Uh, we have uh, Sky's Limit. Yeah, Sky's the Limit. Stumpwater Shine. I, and uh, I, I took notice of those guys. Uh, Stumpwater Shine in the last uh, there's something to, cool, Point dude. Fest, and yeah, I, I there's really something like cool, doing. dude. I definitely got their own thing going on, and yeah. I am. I support it. Yeah, I support well, it for sure. And then I got to, so they did that. They did uh, the Road Point Fest up, and then they opened up the uh, um, Shaman's Harvest and Blackstone Sherry. Show. Oh no really? way! I didn't know yeah. that. That's awesome. Dude, I love Shaman's so, Harvest, yeah. dude. Well, and so like they totally fit for that. Like they're that Southern rock. Like, oh yeah, band, definitely. So. Yeah, it's it's so cool in the scene right now because you got so many people doing different things and they're all doing it well. So yeah. it's at the point where everyone just wants to do what they want to do, and no sure. one's trying to like fit a niche or fit in a box. Like, love seeing bands writing for themselves. That makes me so happy. Yeah, man. But yeah, uh, what we we said, this guy's a limit. Uh, we also have Verba Stella. Yeah. But I mean, I'm assuming that's gonna be all good. I'm yeah. assuming that's all good. I think so. At least uh, for that one. So, uh, yeah. So come on out. We got we have tickets available from uh, from the band. Yeah. And uh, what, what, how much are the they are five dollars. There we go. Five dollars. A nice crisp five. Uh, come dressed up. Uh, we're all gonna be dressed up. We can't tell you what we're gonna be yet. Because it's uh, gonna be a good one. It's gonna be a good one. You'll all get a kick out of it. I promise. I'm just gonna say for the people that were at our our last Halloween show. We dressed up, assuming it was a Halloween show, and it was just us and our friends. And I'm just saying, we want everyone to participate this time. Like, yeah, I'm do okay. not let us be the only ones in costumes. Again, again. I'm <laughs> 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 well, guess What did you guys do last year? Uh, last year, it's actually a funny story because uh, I wasn't even in the band yet, but uh, I ended up having a hand in kind of booking this show, so. Basically, uh, a couple of my favorite bands were coming to town. Good Tiger, I the Mighty, Hail the Sun. And uh, I basically told the guys, I was like, listen. Uh, you guys I, have to play the you show. You have to play the show. Just do it for me. I know you guys like the bands, but please, just like they had already had, just had a show. And they're like, you know what? We'll do it. Uh, they talked to Mike Judy, and uh, he set it up for him, and uh, it, was tight. it was a really good show, really good turnout. But uh, yeah, the fans of Luxora and Luxora were the only ones in costume. And, and three days before Halloween, and and we didn't like this time. We took time to like coordinate, make sure we all have the same costume to have like you know one big appeal as the band. And the, last time it was everyone just kind of did their own thing. Like Pat, Pat was so funny. He showed up as like an old priest. He had this old man mask on. He had his cane. And before we got down to the show, we were just joking around and he like pretended to fall down on the driveway and he was like, help, I've fallen and I can't get up. And we laughed about that for like days. It was too good. It was too good. No one else's costumes were remotely funny. I was just a clown. And like, I made it one song on stage before I'm like, I'm not wearing a mask up here. Props to Slipknot and all those people that do that. I don't know how. I don't know how. I'm sweaty enough. Yeah. It's hard enough for me to brush my teeth without breaking a sweat, let alone try to perform <laughs> in a mask. Like, <laughs> yeah. there's truth in that statement right there. I, uh, I was telling you guys a little bit about my weekend off off mic earlier, but one of the 
I work uh, Broadway Worcester Bar, and uh, Friday and Saturday they had Funk Fest going on. That's always a good time. Yeah, and it was it was a lot of fun. All three bars uh, down there, uh, Broadway Oyster Bar, Beal, and BBs were all participating in it. Uh, so one wristband got you into all three bars, and you got to see twelve bands Friday night, twelve bands Saturday night, and uh, that's and, awesome. Yeah, it was really uh, a neat thing, and they do it every year. It's a great event. But uh, anyway, this year uh, Friday night it was the return of uh, this band called uh, Fuck Monster. Uh, I can say that on the internet. It's the, but, it's uh, the name of the band. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's okay. And uh, they, uh, but I guess they, uh, one of the, the guitar player moved away for a while, so like they haven't played in like six years. But oh wow! But this is my so my first time learning of the band and hearing them play and everything. But I got it was just like really cool what they were doing, like really like heavy, dark, like electrical funk, like uh, like a lot of synth and uh, stuff. And like, like like if like Nine Inch Nails wasn't so upset all the time right yeah like the same vibe but like happyish right like they did like katie perry's i kissed a girl oh wow so like really like did you like it oh yeah oh. yeah <laughs> and uh but i bring it up because they were all wearing like uh four of the members were wearing like bunny outfits how bunny like like like, like easter bunny head to toe head to toe yeah. like oh jump. wow yeah and like had these like big you know helmet like head masks things on their heads and uh and then uh the two horn players were wearing like Mexican wrestling masks. And, um, Luchador. Yeah. That's, so I, I missed this. Yeah. This is fuck monster. Yeah. Oh my! You got it. If I you, if they come to town and I haven't seen about it, let me know because right. I got to see this. How, do, okay, this might be a dumb question, but I'm assuming they didn't have like bunny gloves on their guitar players' hands because no, like I don't. I don't think they had anything on their hands. They, uh, don't rabbits only have like three or four fingers yeah. anyway? Or I, I, I don't. I, I think. You know, like almost every I'm not mammal, a zoologist. Almost mammals' bone structure looks identical, like prenatal. So, like if you would see like a rabbit's hand next to like a human baby's hand, they are eerily similar, and I'm not joking. And it's almost every thing with a skeleton. You know, that's a different story. Yeah, I'm like, can you put the more you know graphic? <laughs> the more right you know. <laughs> yeah. That, uh, but it was a ton of fun, man. But like, I, I don't, I don't know how they do it. Like, I don't know how you. Wear all that on stage and and uh, play and dance around and all that, but they made it work. Yeah, but yeah, like you're saying, Slipknot and everybody else that like all those bands that do it. That's uh, Mushroom Hands. It's a yeah. that's a commitment for sure. <laughs> it's a commitment and probably yeah. lots of cardio. Yeah, like <laughs> uh, I'm impressed. I'm impressed. Uh, but uh, yeah, so uh, uh, we got to see what we have. The big for the city show. Hopefully, we come out and. Have uh, surprise you with uh, these costumes this year, and uh, yeah, dress up. And uh, yes, definitely dress up. Like we said, please. we do not want to be the only ones. And if you're looking for something different to do this Halloween, just come on down because, like we said, five dollar tickets. You really can't beat that, and uh, you're gonna get a bunch of great bands. And it's pops, man. You can't beat pops. Let's just be awesome. Yeah, like like pop pops has been fantastic. Like I haven't. They've been great lately. They've been great. They've been on it. They've been on it. Yeah, they uh, the new lighting down there looks. Oh awesome. my gosh! We we were down at discrepancies. Yeah, props to them for renting out that light board because they had the craziest light board on top of all the pops new lights. And if like you weren't there to see it, it's hard to describe. But I mean, I have never it. It made all of these bands show look ten times better than any show I've ever seen at the pageant, except for maybe Revolution. That was they had a lot of cool stuff going on, but like. It was a very, very... It took everybody's stage show up a notch, and you already had yeah. a bunch of bands there that were already killers. So. Dude, like, I've, I've, I've seen Greater Good a couple times, and we've we've played and seen City of Parks multiple times, but, like, 
they everyone just killed it on stage without the effects. And when you threw that board behind them, like greater good, they they used that board. They had six different screens show up when they were coming out on stage with all their live performances, and like I was so hyped by the time they actually came out. He just came back with the. <laughs> oh, oh, but it was just it was just great. Yeah. That uh, Hollow Point, that was my first time getting to see those guys. I've been uh, friendly with them for quite a while now, but I uh, finally got to catch them live, and, like, I was telling them, like, uh, their drummer, Preston, like, I mean, he looked like a beast in front oh of Oh, my God, he like, was a machine, yeah. yeah. And then, but, like, just, like, the cool, like, rain, uh, like, all different, like, storm kind of backgrounds they were putting up there, and then, like, they were, like, drop out the lights in the front, and they were, like, all black in front of that board, like, looking, like, it was some, like, really cool... Uh, um, imagery and stuff for sure, but uh, I love that man. I love when the production like takes that show to that next level like that. And so, because like most of the bands in St. Louis don't need that to be an impressive show to go see, but like just like we just said five it's times, nice it just out. blew right. blew me away with all that stuff. So thank you, discrepancies for bringing that board to St. Louis. That was, yeah, that was huge, awesome. great way to to give back to your community. Yeah. Like fantastic, you guys rock. Yeah. Oh, and shout out to ATG. He's got his album release show coming yeah. up, man. Like, that's going to be super awesome. If I don't have to work, I will be there. <laughs> October 13th. 13th? 13th? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah that, man, that, uh, I love ATG. That guy, uh, I love all the... De- all or everything they do on discrepancies, but his uh, solo record uh, already shipping up to be a, he's, a hot one, man. Is it? He's one of the rappers. Like, if I want to, we'll call him an artist, not a rapper. I'm not putting him in a box like that. He's he's a talented guy, but uh, I love hearing a rapper that can like really deliver a message and stay on topic. And like, I mean, he's got like get hype, dude. That song gets me hype. I can't remember the name of the other song, but the lyrics are super, super like uplifting and like, and they they can bring you out of a funk. Like, sure. it's just. He's a good lyricist. He's oh, a yeah. great lyricist. For sure, man. Uh, well, let's uh, let's go back a bit. Um, like I said, I, I do. This is my first time uh, getting to hang and getting to know a little more about Luxor. But uh, fill me in. I, like uh, Joe said, you, I guess you joined uh, later in that in things. But how how long has Luxor been? Okay. Thing? All right, we're gonna take it like way back. All right, I was born in 1992. Oh, okay. No, I'm a just kidding. Bit no, oh yeah, not 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 the OG. He's gonna he's gonna. Be- Oh, okay. Five minutes. All right, we're having... So, I guess the hottest time of the day is the best time to mow lawns and right. stuff like that. I, But it's all good, you know? He's just doing what we're trying to do. But, uh... So, Luxor started a long time ago as a band called The Fighter for Hire when we were all in high school. I can't pin down the exact date, but I'm pretty sure Patrick, who is our singer now, was a freshman or a sophomore when I finally joined the band. They were a Blink-182 cover band. They came to me one day and they're like, "Hey man, we have a show next week and there's a song we think it'd be really cool if you played lead guitar with or play for us." And I was like, "All right, let's give it a shot. I'll come to practice." And it took one play through the song to have a like a great lead line for the whole song. And they're like, "Oh, let's keep it going." So after we did the second song, they're like, "Man, you should just join the band." So we went on a float trip the weekend before the show and me and Dan, which is the old singer guitar player, we sat down and wrote guitar parts for the whole thing and then played the show next week. And that was that for the like three years until high school was over. We all went our ways. Patrick moved, I believe it was to Florida first, and then Chicago. Dan went off and did his thing. I went and did my thing. A couple of years went by, and then I get a knock at my front door at my mom's house, which is weird because no one knew where I lived in my mom's house. That was the point. you know. Patrick shows up with Brian, and they're like, hey, man, we need you to come have, be in a band with us and have practice with us. And I was not doing great. So these guys literally saved my life with Luxora. No joke. 
We go there, that's all cool, practice went off with a hitch, bam, we're in a band. We spend nine months in a unit just writing songs for fun, and we get a random message like, hey man, this spot opened up on this show next weekend up at the, I think it was, or, what was this, skate, skate, um, Stadium? Or? It was the skate park they opened up at the Mills after they like reopened it with a new name. They had a big, uh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name because I think they've even changed it since then. Um, Futurescape, Futurescape, that was the name of the event. Thank you. And, um, we played the show there and the people loved us and this guy named Eric Kloper at the time was working for Riot Radio. He had us come out to his radio station a week later and start performing and then like ever since then it just started rolling and it's been a couple years. Then flashback to I guess around six to nine months ago, some things happened with our bass player and his life took him a new direction. He had to move away and like started his own thing and it was mutual. Like we can't have you have our bass player living three hours away. It's, it's not plausible and like we already knew Joe. That was a great musician before he even joined us, and uh, it was a mutual switch. Like, no one was mad about it. We're still really good friends with Dakota. He still comes out to shows every once in a while, but then Joe took over, and uh, it kind of really reignited what Luxora was doing because we were definitely falling off on our drive, and uh, Joe came into the picture, and he, like, kind of put the fire back under all our butts and, like, sorry, trying to keep it PG-ish, you know, <laughs> keeping the PC in mind or whatever. Not going to say the A word. I was going to say ass. <laughs> I already uh, took care of that, so. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, that wasn't your, that's their yeah, name. Right. It, it's just like, I can't, I'm not even, I, I'm, it's illegal for me to say that, but it's not illegal for me to tell you that it's illegal to say you want right. to kill the president. Yeah. It's just like that. You know, like, I, I can't say that, but I can tell you that you're not allowed to say that. Right. That is true. So, back to the story. Joe's in the band. Everything's going good. He got the fire back under us. He's really got us pushing harder, and we have covered more ground in the six months since Joe's been in Luxor in this past year than we have the entire time. Like, we were moving, but now, like, we were, we were running. Now we've got our goals. We can see them now. We're reaching for them. This year's been huge for us. This We've had more cool stuff pop off for Luxor, like being on the Viper, or, like playing all these shows with, like, some of our favorite bands and, like, just meeting these new people. Like, it, you know, we got to play with Common Jones, Gorilla Theory, twice this year yeah, yeah twice but twice and yeah. Pogo funk like three times now yeah yeah exactly like it's 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 just it's just really it's just it's just been a good year and we're not done we're about to hit it super super hard when our upcoming album is released which is unannounced but just keep your ears just keep, yeah, keep you'll, looking you'll hear, you'll hear some stuff coming just, up soon, just, trust me just if, keep, you, if you follow us on social media you you will see that we are not we're not trying to slow down anytime soon no it's it's just getting going it's just getting going well, let's uh, let's give them a little sneak peek. We uh, we have uh, "Death of a Best Friend." I'm assuming that's uh, is that kind of the first single? That was the first single, yeah.
we actually went down and recorded the single with uh, Mike Gerard at Graveless Studios. Uh, He's a, a up and coming artist. Let's put it there, a producer. Producer, yeah. He uh, he's done a lot of uh, some of my favorite like metal bands in the area's work. Uh, he does his own band stuff. He's in a uh, instrumental. I would call him like instrumental hard rock punk. Hard to describe band called Scuzz that they're super good. Off, super they're awesome. Good. Yeah, and. I heard their newest stuff and I was like, man, guys, we, we got to go to them. And uh, we went down there and just kind of checked out the studio. And just and we, and we hit it man. off. It, it, it was almost like, it was like, okay, we, it's like this guy gets what we're doing. We get what he's doing. And it was like, all right, let's make something cool. And Death of a Best Friend was the first one we did with the guy. And it came out, we were more than satisfied. But once you hear the other, like the second song we went and dude did with this dude, like, the confidence in the recordings are just through the roof now. Like, it's like the first time we figured out what was going on, and then the second time and the next time we go in there, he knows us. He knows exactly what we're going for, and he kills it. He's great. Everyone check out Great Wood Studios, man. Yeah, seriously. No, you guys haven't heard about him, but you need to, and you need to check him out. He's great to work with. Great to work with. And it's right here in St. Louis? It's right here in St. Louis. He lives in uh, South City. Yeah. So. Very cool. It's very, very nice guy. I'm really... I. Meeting him was very important for Luxora. We, we've been looking for the right guy to record us for a couple of years now. And, like, we haven't necessarily had bad experiences, but we just, it, it could have been a lot better. It, it and, just wasn't, it did, didn't work out. It wasn't mutually beneficial. Yeah, we, we finally found the guy that it, we just click with, and now it's just no-brainer. No-brainer. Yeah. I, uh, you know how, like, uh, all those, like, lawyer commercials and everything <laughs> always, like, uh, the, Did you, you hurt your back in a car accident? Uh, <laughs> yeah, but the ones that like they always put like the disclaimer on there, like you know the the uh, the choice of a lawyer is a very important decision and should not be based solely. Yes, on the everything. choice of you record, but right. it's completely up to you. Right. We are not trying to push anything on anybody, but definitely give them a shot and check them out. But that's fine. But I mean, that's my point though. Is like sometimes like you know just because uh, certain places are like bigger and they have the advertising and then whatever it is like doesn't always mean it's going to be a fit for you guys and like it's like it's a lot of a lot goes into it just like uh just is that building that relationship and meeting that right producer or engineer that wants to figure out what's best for you guys and stuff so it's it's seeming more and more evident to me now with the bands you see around st louis you can go talk to 10 different bands in st louis and they all have their own people that they recommend up and down and it's just like you said it's not that these other studios aren't great and not it's right. not that they do great work you got to find the guy that you click with yeah. and he gets what you want and he yeah and that's that's all it's about man it's it can really put a soul into an album instead of making it sound like another produced piece of work right. like I hope that doesn't sound offensive. I don't think it sounds offensive, but who never? Who, I never know what, what, what I say. <laughs> I think that was good, though. I yeah. think it, yeah. Sounded good to me. Uh, so we uh, we are. Uh, I guess we're he- we're heading back. So we we have the single out now, and we're we're heading back in for another session soon. We are uh, going back in to actually put the finishing touches on an EP. Like we said, unannounced. We don't have any dates or anything that we're gonna tell anybody at least but uh definitely by the end of the year you will be hearing a lot more material from luxor than you have right now i almost want you guys to be sick of hearing our stuff like (laughs) in the best way possible like oh my gosh you're we're hearing this song again like someone else is playing it that's what i want that's what i want i want you to (laughs) isn't that what we all want right yeah for real though well i guess i mean and that's cool too to to have this, you know, sort of uh, representing what is the band is now, you know, and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, as the as you guys have uh, evolved and everything. So, um, <laughs> me, 
Joe and I were talking after the show last night. It was like 1 2 o'clock in the morning on my back deck. And we were just kind of like trying to describe what Luxora has become compared to what it was. And I think we wind up settling on the deal of like, Luxora is that one young, cool uncle you got that like, he shows up and gets you beer and like, do some weed and like all that good stuff. But then like, when your parents find out, he totally covers for you and you just you just love the crap out of him. That's we're, the goal. We're, we're not dad rock. We're a cool uncle rock, we have decided. <laughs> yeah, we're cool. We're, we're, the, we're that awesome yeah. uncle. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, that's definitely a new genre. Yeah, exactly. Well, you gotta, there's so many of them nowadays, you gotta just keep making them up. You gotta do something to stand out. Right. I can't even, I, I don't think I could make up a new genre name right now if I tried. I think they have touched on so many. It would have to be like operatic funk metal or something like uh, that. It's been done, man. Haven't you, didn't you hear that album in 1976 by <laughs> yeah. blah, 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 blah? Exactly. It's all been done, man. It's all been done. That was my favorite operatic funk metal album yeah, of all time. Yeah, the blah, blah, blah from 1976, yeah. <laughs> Track number three, Blah, was really good. Yeah. Dude, it didn't touch, it, it didn't get next to Bleep Bleep, though. Bleep Bleep? Bleep yeah. Bleep was the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can't touch this. Yeah, that was another good one. Oh, yeah. I'm, tr- I'm really trying to think of, like, a funk metal band that I've ever heard with opera in it because like I mean that's pretty specific like yeah that's not a genre that's one band in the world (laughs) yeah somebody's done it somebody's done it yep yep Tom and Jones I have faith in you guys you can figure it out you guys can make whatever you want that's your next goal guys Tom and Jones would do a great operatic funk metal song I'm still digging the pirate song dude it just makes me happy It really does. I even told him that last night. I was like, out of all your songs, dude, that that one that sounds like a pirate is just, it, I love it. I love it. Oh, I just broke Caitlin's thing. Oh, no. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, it's oh. just a coaster. <laughs> she loves coasters. Yeah. Oh, she heard you. You just asked for to you. <laughs> so, we're, yeah. making, we're making, uh, we're selling tickets uh, to him. Oh, I guess I could go try to sell tickets to this guy. I don't know. He's mowing a lawn, man. I'll yeah. let him finish, and yeah. I'll walk out and be like, hey, man, you want a beer and give me some money? <laughs> it's going to be it's good. End of transaction. Right. <laughs> well, uh, well, you um, you guys mentioned uh, the the second song. Yeah. This. Do we want to go ahead and drop this one in? We absolutely can. We yeah. were going to keep it a secret, and then they played it on the Viper, and now we're just like... All right, well, we're not going to put it out there completely, but if, if you're following us, you'll get to hear it. You'll, you know, you'll get to hear it. You'll have multiple chances to hear it. Bef- yeah. Before you can get it, get it. Yeah. But unless for some reason people are like, I swear to God, I will never listen to you guys unless you put this out there. Like, people really, like, complain about it. It's You're not getting it until you hear the CD. Yeah. That simple. So, yeah, we got a... Uh, I'm asking you guys to blow us up because <laughs> I want to put it out there. <laughs> It's such a good song. Uh, So this is uh, Calypso.
Yes. Uh, the whole name would be Memoir Engaged Part 2 Calypso, but we're going to leave that aside until you're reading it, you know, just make it easier for people to find it. Calypso. Know. The shorter the better. Yeah. Yeah. I did notice uh, on the uh, the old EP, uh, <laughs> there's like four paragraphs for three songs. Yeah, you know, like we all came from the time when like when you had a song with the most ridiculous title. I'm gonna shout it out right now. Dogs can grow beards all over. When the the names of songs were just utterly ridiculous and had nothing to do with the lyrical content, that was gold to me. Yeah. That was gold. My old band, Divide the Past, from probably about the same time you guys were doing Fire for Hire. It was the same song, time. Uh, it was a Mitch Hedberg reference, and it was called uh, Ducks Eat for Free at Subway. There you go. Yep. <laughs> and it, it literally, uh, the one, uh, yeah, we totally jumped all over that trend, because we had another one about the Salem Witch Trials, and it was whoever said Massachusetts was boring. Like we. That's we, a good one. That's a good one. I like that one. Uh, dude, credit to credit to my buddy John, who came up with that. He, he was, he was, he's what kept that band. That together. was genius, John. <laughs> Because that's that that does pertain to what we're talking about. Sure. Well, and uh, I got the Coheed uh, poster on the wall here, and they those guys were you know pretty good about that too. They oh, were yeah. uh, putting those long titles in there and stuff. So I mean, maybe maybe we stroke them too hard, but <laughs> like they're they're three of three out of the four of us minus Joe because Joe has different taste in music. Our favorite bands, like I have a Coheed tattoo. Patrick's got one. Brian's got one. And like, it's not like I just I love Coheed. Just yeah. for the record, I love Coheed at Cambria too. But uh, he he wouldn't. He wouldn't let Claudio Sanchez take them into his arms like we would. <laughs> A loving embrace. Yeah. He's like the prettiest ugly man in the world. <laughs> like, I'm just kidding, Claudio. I think you're beautiful. You know that. I told you. <laughs> told you to your face I thought you were a beautiful man. My buddy actually, uh, my buddy used to live in New York City. Funny story. And he had a Coheed and Cambria backpack. Walked around New York with it every day. That's and where he lost it. Lost it. Two days later... Who does he run into on the streets of New York City? Claudio, Claudio Sanchez. Sanchez. And he literally didn't have anything to say about it. He said, I lost my backpack with you guys on it. <laughs> like, I'm too nervous to say anything real, but yep. I would have had it. Yeah. Dude, like, Claudio is a really cool dude. If we're just going to talk about him. I saw this one video, and it's, you know, he's, he's a New York local, and he doesn't have the big head about, you know, who he is. He's still a real person like everyone else out there. But he'll Like, I saw this video of him just walking down the street. He's got his guitar and stuff like that. And a kid recognized him, and he just busted out his guitar on the street and just played, like, four songs to just the random people at this coffee shop. And, like, it kind of takes me back to, like, Foo Fighters, like, Dave Grohl. Like, you know, that guy is a mega rock star. Like, you know, it's hard to get bigger than Dave Grohl. And he still has the the simple humanity, like, I'm going to go play a show at this coffee shop. I'm going to go down to this record store. We're going to have Foo Fighters play in a room that holds 120 people and just for free. Like... I admire the hell out of those people. Yeah. Like I can't give people's names out because none of them really come to mind, but there are the people that just like, oh my gosh, we are so famous now. I'm better than everyone else. And like, I don't know how much you, I love your music. I won't respect you for that. Sure. Like I will, people like, thank you, scientist, Coheed and Cambria, all those bands where like we hung out with our, our idols and then by 10 minutes into it, they're just homies and just acting like regular guys. That will put anybody so much further in my book than acting like a megastar like right yeah there's uh there's bands that i i don't really care for their music but i'm a fan just because of the people they are and stuff. absolutely yeah uh so it makes me like their music more because they are good people but then the same goes when they're an asshole it's like well man it's hard for me to enjoy that music anymore because your my experience with you tainted my right. view on everything yeah. like yeah 
So there, I have one band like that. I'm not gonna say any names or nothing like that. But you know, for there for a couple weeks, I was like, I'm not listening to these guys right now. They made me upset when I saw them live, and now I'm like, okay, I, I forgot how much I love that CD. Like, <laughs> I forgive you guys. Like, yeah. I'll see you next time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I. Uh... Uh, I was thinking you mentioned Mitch Hedberg and like uh, <laughs> so for, funny. for me man like I'm like uh, every day is like a walking Mitch Hedberg reference for me like uh, even you know I just go to the vending machine or whatever and you think of like you know uh, I did not learn my A-A-B-B-C-C's yeah. god god damn it damn it yeah <laughs> like, uh, it's just like so many of those things like he, he's got a joke for everything so it's like Every day, I just think of like another Mitch joke and like him. Uh, he's got. He, he has the most one of the most unique perspectives on life of probably right. anybody who's ever walked this earth. Just the way that he view. He did observational comedy. Yeah, but speedballs will so, do that to you. Yeah, he, he, uh, yeah, he uh, he had his demons, but I mean, yeah. I think that's true with a lot of artists. You know, it's like can sometimes be a Bill uh, Hicks said it the cathartic, best, man. You know? Bill Hicks said it the best. If you don't think drugs and alcohol have done good things for the people that have changed your life throughout the mm-hmm. years, you know, I don't know if anyone's heard that Tool song. I'm not yeah. going to go into the whole quote because I don't want to botch it. But yeah. I actually didn't know Mitch Hedberg until a few months ago when Joe showed him to me. Oh, wow. I tried to convert everybody. Dude, and he was like, Kyle, not a people like this guy, but you, you, sir, are going to love him. And, like, as soon as he said, like, no, I don't have a girlfriend, I just know a girl would be really mad if she heard me say that. Yeah. Dude, he, I laughed so hard and my girlfriend just hated me after that point but then then he just kept having me rolling and when he got to his whole bit about like how much he loves baked potatoes and he doesn't have a microwave oh my god it was just uncontrollable laughter like and it's not even like there was even like necessarily a punchline in that joke it's just every it's observation it's just so good it's so good yeah. I uh the uh grilled Fritos and like all that like I'm gonna flip that Frito, Dad. <laughs> uh, oh man, so yeah. many. Uh, we could we yeah. could literally yeah. build the rest of this with sure. just going around the circle doing Mitch Hedberg jokes. But do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, we'll spare you my bad delivery. So, but uh, yeah, man, I, he, uh, I got to actually. Um, I, I saw Mitch. Um, Are you serious? At uh, the pageant, it was supposed to be a co-headlining tour with. Um, with uh, Mitch and Stephen Lynch. Oh, wow. that made that would have been yeah. a great show. Well, you said supposed. What happened? Yeah. So uh, Lynch had a drop off. Had he uh, got a deal? Like he was uh, uh, on Broadway for uh, the Wedding Singer. Mm-hmm. He played Adam Sandler's character from the movie on Broadway and stuff. And uh, so it was a pretty big deal for him. And 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 uh, so he dropped off of that show, and, and it was turned into like Mitch and Friends and. I don't. I can't remember who the. Uh, I'm sure they were a bunch of greats that now I love. But like at the time, like I didn't recognize any of the names. Mm-hmm. But like, but uh, you know, getting to see Mitch, and then of course, like he passed shortly after that, and like so, it was a real bummer. But uh, you know, getting to have that night that. Uh, I'm lucky. Yeah, you're so, lucky to yeah, have that. He was uh, one of the best, though, for sure. Like and gone way too soon. So. He, uh, um, but uh, I, I've got to see it. I mean, comedy is a big part of my life, so I go to see a lot of. A lot of comedy, and it's cool to see. Uh, I got to see a lot of greats before they became blew up, the, became know, the right, greats. Right, but uh, you're getting to see them inside the pageant. I saw even well, even like I saw Chappelle inside the pageant. Like what? yeah, well after he'd already been, he did like sold out like eight shows. Yeah, there. you uh, really saw you got to see. Yeah, I, I almost went to that, and then 
I almost went to stand in line for that, and then I had a call from a buddy. He's like, yeah, we got here like four hours before <laughs> doors, and he's like, it was already mobbed. And I was yeah. like, well, I'm definitely not going to get one now, so. Yeah, I think he sold uh, eight shows like Halloween weekend like a couple years ago, and like, I was like, that's nuts. Like, that's, uh, I think pageant's like 2,300 uh, people mm-hmm. or something like that, somewhere in there. And like When they, they, they sell out the first show, so they have to book a second one, and then they sell that one out, and they're like, oh, my God, we have to do right. a third one. Well, I think, I mean, I'm sure they give them, a, I'm sure Dave gives them a block of dates, like sell, yeah. sell as many as you can and this, whatever, something like that, you know, like, so it's like they uh they have one and that sells out and then they announce the second one and like so on so but i'm sure they they had they had probably day for four nights uh just in case i would have gone to every show right wasn't isn't it kevin gates who's coming to town recently and they like they had one show and it sold out so like all right let's do another one Mm -hmm. and then that one sold out too so now they have to do a third one that's that's it just made this one just gives you faith in your local local scene dude like people in st louis love going to see music i think uh I think uh, what's uh, Garth Brooks did like I think he did four nights here in St. Louis or something at the uh, arena down uh, the Scott Trade whatever uh, now Enterprise Center. Yeah, uh, they changed the name every yeah. like two years. I, yeah. I still call it Verizon more yeah. like whatever That's they are boring. like like they're all the same name of what they were when I was in middle school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but he did like. But I think in like <clears throat> Nashville, maybe or whatever, one another city, he did like eight nights in a row, and like a, that's like forty thousand people every night. Like that's you, you can't hate on yeah. greatness, man. Right. Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks is one of the goats. Yeah. You know, people might kill me for saying this, but like I kind of feel the same way about Nickelback, man. Like I mean, like <laughs> uh, here comes it's controversial opinion time. Controversial right? opinion. I don't think Nickelback's as bad as everyone else does. I right. still like Nickelback. Yeah. Doesn't mean I listen to him every day, <laughs> but they were a part of my life, and you gotta respect. The greats like that, because you might talk all the crap you want, but he's gonna laugh his happy butt all right, the way to the bank. bank. <laughs> like, yeah. They uh, speaking of comedy and selling out shows, I was listening to this uh, podcast a bit ago, and they were talking about uh, Dane Cook, another uh, kind of. Uh, he was like con- a lip. Yeah, well, he was like huge for, but then like, uh, yeah, now people like. I think the same. It's the Nickelback effect. I think though, like they get huge. People love them, and then all of a sudden, like they're so big. They're people so can big have too much then, of a good thing, right? Then everybody just starts hating them. So like, because uh, uh, I remember like, I was a big Dane fan before he got to where he was, and then like. And then all of a sudden, it's like, I have everybody come up, like, you ever heard of Dane Cook? And I'm like, yeah, yes. like eight years ago. Like, you know, so. Yeah, like, you guys uh, are laughing at the jokes yeah. that I've heard hundreds of times. Like, already. I told you this three years ago, and you yeah. didn't think it was funny. <laughs> now right. you do. But Dane, though, I was listening on the podcast, and uh, Barry Katz was, like, his manager at the time, and they were talking about that he sold out uh, two shows at Madison Square Gardens, and then, and then, like, two shows at... Uh, the next weekend at Boston Gardens or whatever. Uh, so eighty people two weekends in a row sold out shows. Like that's a uh, that's a that's a lot of people uh, going to a comedy show. Like yeah, that. so, that's a big deal, man. Yeah, for sure. So. I mean, he was on top of the world. There's no denying that. Yeah. He, you know, it may have been short, but man, he was the he was the guy. The number one name in comedy for a solid two years, pretty much. Oh yeah, for like, sure. At least in stand up comedy, maybe yeah. not movies, but dude, right. even like. Was an employee of the month. Even I thought that movie was funny. Like, I mean, Joe might hate me for it. But. Uh, they're, they're, 
I'm not saying that's a bad movie. I'm just saying your taste in movies is a little questionable. I am not as hard to please as you. That's fair. But I'm a lot harder to please than Brian, who likes everything. So we got a good range in the band, you know. Yeah. Brian, Brian likes all music. He is the and when I don't just mean all genres. Like he will find something good music. to say about every artist that has ever been. And mm-hmm. I'm I'm critical. It's not I don't want to say I'm a hater, but I, I like to dissect things. I like to analyze, and I like to be like, well, I like. A, B, and C, but maybe D, they could have done it this way. Right. That's just that's just the inner me. That's just who I am, and uh, it balances out. Yeah, yeah, man. I, uh, I I'm, I'm I don't know. I'm like I'm guess I'm uh, similar to that too. Like there's a lot. I love a lot of music. I love a lot of different you know, uh, stuff. Uh, a lot of and movies too. I mean, same thing. But like, uh, but people assume like, oh, you like rock music, you like this, and I'm like, no, don't. You know, like that's, that. that's like, not a safe you know, bet at all. Yeah. <laughs> I like every kind of music, but not every yeah. artist in that style of music. Right. Yeah, there's definitely a lot of, like, I'm very particular about artists, you know. It's like, there's a lot. It could be in a similar genre, but just doesn't do it for me. So, uh, yeah. Like, I like hip-hop, but probably not any of the artists you like. Yeah. Like, I, I've got, like, my solid four or five, and then every once in a while a new one comes along that impresses me in their way, and, like, the, then I'm hooked. But, like... So you're saying just because I say I, I do like rap, I'm not yeah. gonna like eighty percent of what you show me. You right. know, like exactly. But you uh, again, we mentioned uh, the the for the city Halloween bash uh, yes. October twenty seventh. Come out and see Luxora there. Uh, we got uh, five dollar tickets available. You've heard two new songs today. Um, get you a little uh, hold you over till we get this. New EP, yeah, it's, it'll be, we you'll you'll be hearing soon. I pr- I promise you. It, by it, the time by the time you're hearing this, you will be. It will not be far long before yeah. you hear something. Just just it would be in everyone's best interest that wants to know the future for Luxora. Come to the For the City show. Yeah, there come you to go. The For the City there show. There you go. And we and will, we'll, we'll we'll talk about it. We'll, we'll, we'll have a little chat. We will say some things, if you will. Like... <laughs> <laughs> And you, uh, you can get <clears throat> you can get involved with all things Luxora on your Facebook and Instagram, right? Yep, we got Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, and Twitter? YouTube. It's all Luxora official. There's Luxora, Luxora official. official. If you search Luxora official, it'll come up every time on all the platforms. We're also on Spotify, Apple Music, iTunes. Uh, it's just the death of a best friend right now. That's it. That's all you have right that's now. All that's all you have. That's all you have. I mean, that's really all you need. Though. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm impressed with what we've done with our one song so far. I'm really I, ready for the EP. I, I think I think people are going to be pleasantly surprised. Yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to hear what's coming up, man. Like, uh, but yeah, hopefully we can. Uh, do another one of these soon with uh when we with Brian and uh Patrick Patrick, Patrick. yeah once uh, once we finish the recording of the album and we have the new song that's under wraps that we're going to be pushing hard when this one comes out we'll definitely make sure you get a live performance of that song and the other ones you want to hear yeah but Pat's just a little off the ropes right now we're we just he's just he needs his time yeah and there was a leave it at that like yeah uh well uh, again join us at Pops We'll, we'll see you we'll all, all soon. We'll all be there. Oh, yeah. and uh, With our party pants on. With our party pants on. Well, <laughs> actually, that we may not be wearing pants for our They costume. might not be yeah, pants. Yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going to say what's up. But they may be, though. My ju- Our junk will be covered, so we no one is there. <laughs> yeah, I promise. There. There, there will be no, no, uh, no nudity. No, no, no it's nudity. It's in our contracts. But, I mean, 
everyone likes a nice breeze up the gooch every once in a while. <laughs> that's okay to say, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's actually uh, the n- title of the next song, so uh, a little teaser for you. There you go. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you, but you have to come out to the show to hear it, though. So now you know you want to hear that song. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks. Bye. Have a good one. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Rock Paper Podcast. Well, yeah, that was it.